0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, my co-host, the lead investigator for East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, the Most Blonde, and Kerrigan.
1: Well, good evening, Ron. Hey. Bye. Outstanding. Outstanding.
0: Well, okay, you know, you not really, because I did those. I tried to do those bits for uh, 30-odd minutes, uh, <laughs> um, but that didn't work out good. Anyways, uh, yeah, you, this is Ghost Chronicles uh, on Tojina <laughs> Ghost Channel, and beyond. Ooh. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I try to do these bits for Jeff Linge's, uh Ghost Chronicle, which is uh, this day, Ghost, or something, I don't know, whatever. because we have a new book, book 30-odd called. 30-odd minutes. <laughs> No, 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 this is the bits for it. It was supposed to be Ghost today. Because oh, we have okay, a new sorry. book, Go, Ghost today, and, yeah. and we, this day, we, whatever. But anyways, uh, I'm not someone who can do anything structured, so <laughs> they actually came out horrid. Eventually, he ended up shooting the camera up my nose, so I should give you an idea. Oh,
1: that's too bad.
0: That's too bad. Uh, for he Jeff and me. He
1: could just let you ad-lib the whole thing. You would have been better off, right?
0: Uh-huh, absolutely Uh-huh, Uh-huh Well So, what have you been up to?
1: What have I been up to? Uh, working, working Oh, I know, and more work But I made a lot of money at West Bridgewater Park Day on Sunday
0: So when are you going to paint my face? I want to know that
1: Oh, my God Um
0: I don't, I believe Face, face painting is evil, by the way But that's all it's right, it's go Oh, it's evil,
1: ahead. it's demonic
0: oh, of course it is
1: It's demonic, it will be if I paint you ha, <laughs> <laughs>
0: ha but anyway, <laughs> so that's good that you're face painting. And if somebody wanted to get their face painted by you, where would they go?
1: Oh, my goodness. They would go to www.fabulousfacepainting.com.
0: Could you make it any longer?
1: Um, I could.
0: Yeah, okay, but I try.
1: But anyway. that says it all, right? Fabulous face painting. I suppose. That's what everyone wants.
0: Uh, unless you want to put down demonic face, face painting. <laughs> demonic <laughs> and, and as you know, this past weekend, I've, I was on a deserted island with the boys. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. for three days.
1: That's very exciting. What happened? Yeah. What happened?
0: Well, I'll, I'll talk about that at the end of the show because uh, oh. we have some guests coming on. And, you know, I don't want to keep them on the, on the hold too long. Okay. But anyways, uh, the interesting thing about it was, well, I won't get a it right now, but anyways, uh, you sent me a new uh, feature that's going to be on the show, which is called Cemetery Tripping, and yes. it absolutely blew the socks off me.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: And it was totally awesome.
1: That's a very high compliment from you, Ron, and I will gratefully accept it. It was. I know. <laughs> 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 I am very excited about Cemetery Tripping, and I can't wait to get it started.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't understand this cemetery tripping thing, why people would go there, but I suppose whatever floats your boat, you know what I'm saying? Well,
1: it's very, you know, if you're into history at all, you're into symbolism, you're into, you know, even, I mean, of course, paranormal ties into all of that, but, I mean, cemeteries are, uh, they're just, they're almost, someone actually, I have a Facebook page called Cemetery Tripping, by the way, you and do? I have, yes, I do.
0: It, it's, how come I'm not linked to it or anything? I, I don't I, understand that.
1: I've sent you the link.
0: I've what am I supposed you? to do with it?
1: You just you just like it. You I, have to like it? You have to I like it? I don't
0: understand this whole Facebook thing. It's driving me up the freaking wall, all right? <laughs> I really don't. I don't get the hand of it. People like me. They want me to join this and join yes. that. And yes. I, don't, I have no clue what the hell's going on. It's driving me up a wall. It's like oh. I just... I want to, you know, talk to my friends and have my friends talk to me, but well, I don't you need know to if...
1: come into this century, Ron. Come into this century.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyways, somebody on cemetery tripping uh, likened cemeteries to um, almost like a, 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 a museum, like an outdoor museum. Oh, okay. and I, They're absolutely correct. I mean, there's so much... It's just there's so much there, and and um, I just I get excited about cemeteries. So I'm weird.
0: I guess but. you do. But whatever. <laughs> we have actually a great one here on Lowell. It's one of the uh, oldest garden cemeteries, and it's really a cool thing. And uh, of course, which Barney's grave is in there, which is another story for another time. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we're going to bring our guests on. But uh, before we do, I did get an email that that really really made me feel good, and. Uh, this is i'm going to read it it's very short it says okay. ron just just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that i'm listening to you from knoxville tennessee i think michelle's from knox from tennessee as well wow. i'm a volunteer investigator for the ryan institute at duke university and have worked with hans holzer many years Ooh. ago on an investigation in the of new jersey where our other guests are come Ooh, that's kind of interesting Nice. I go on many investigations. Love both your shows, so keep up the good work, Jay. And this is Joe Jay Cohen. So I, I really appreciate that. Uh,
1: oh my God, that is yeah. awesome, Jay. Yeah, if you're so, listening, thank you. That's,
0: yeah. Well, he said he crazy. was, so I'm. I'm that's, only.
1: Well, I'm so, hoping he's on this. Evening.
0: Yeah. Right. That's uh, awesome. I
1: don't know. Thank anyway, thank you for sharing that.
0: That's, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. If you know, if you, you have any questions, I, I, I mean. If you, drop us an email at any at comcast dot net. That's the letter N, the letter E, Ghost Project at Comcast dot net. If it's if it's a question about the show, something you'd like to see, criticism, praise, uh you wanna <laughs> deal with me, what, whatever. You know, I mean just drop it to me if you wanna send money, that's fine too. I don't care. <laughs> money you know works. <laughs> it's not a big deal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But anyways, we have a new feature coming up in our shows. Uh, as you know, we're working on this new format, and, uh, and Cemetery Tripper will be one of them. Mm-hmm. As long, and we also have this new thing, Beyond Bizarre. So we're going to play this now. When we uh, come back, we're going to have our guests. So uh, can we roll that?
2: Imagine the mixture of horror and relief you would feel upon discovering that what you thought was a life-threatening tumor in your brain was, in fact, a worm. A woman in Arizona was experiencing classic symptoms of a brain tumor, including blurred vision and numbness in her arm. After two emergency room visits and a clear CAT scan, doctors were stumped. When they took a closer look at an MRI, they noticed something deep down in her brainstem. The woman was scheduled for surgery immediately, and doctors began the procedure to remove what they thought would be a tumor. Instead, they were shocked to find a worm. The surgeon removed the worm from her brain and the woman made a full recovery. Doctors say that many conditions such as eating uncooked pork or not washing your hands properly after using the bathroom can lead to worms entering your internal system. And in a remarkable 2008 story from Colorado Springs, Colorado, a fully developed infant foot was discovered in the brain of a newborn baby who was being operated on for a life threatening tumor. Doctors explain that it is not uncommon for the type of tumor present to be tissue, most often muscle, hair, or teeth, from an undeveloped fetal twin. It is extremely rare for the tissue to develop this far. The foot was recovered, and the infant was expected to make a full recovery. Some medical maladies from Varla Ventura's new book, Beyond Bizarre, Frightening Facts, and Blood-Curdling True Tales, available now wherever books are sold.
0: Now that was bizarre. Oh wow. Well actually oh, that was beyond bizarre. That's
1: nasty. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: so that's what you have to look forward to for the like, upcoming weeks. There's more wonderful Whew. tidbits like that. And my God, how can you go through life without knowing crap like that?
1: <laughs> oh my <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares about that. Ah oh. I really oh. No.
0: But anyways, this is a uh, special uh, segment of uh, Ghost Chronicles, and we, uh, we, we've been doing this since Maureen and I started the show many, many mo- moons ago. I mean, we have, a, I forget, it's 110 of the original podcasts, and I don't know. But we always do this thing called uh, Ghost Hunters Spotlight, and we hadn't done one for the longest time. So I met these two great girls in... Uh, I started to talk to him a little bit about ghost hunting and stuff. And and you know what? The whole purpose of the Ghost Hunter Spotlight is to find out what other ghost groups are doing. Not even just groups, you know, loosely formed groups. Nobody famous. I don't want no freaking ghost hunters or paranormal X or whatever the hell they (laughs) are. You you know, I want regular, yeah, exactly. I just want regular groups that, that just got you know they're out there doing their thing, and and I want to know how they do it, and I can maybe I can learn from them too as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good thing, and, and share with the rest of us. So, yeah. anyways, let me bring on these two fantastic ladies. They are Kathy and Mikey.
3: Say hey, it hey, right, Ron. Mikey. Yeah. How you doing, Ron?
0: Hello. How are you?
3: Ron. How are you?
0: Is is that Mikey? Mikey and Kathy. Well, how am I going to know you
3: pot? Can you like? Can you like? Well, we sound alike. You're in trouble now.
0: I, I, I hate to tell you, happened? I was in trouble was, long
3: before this. That was, the... was Kathy, Ron. Martin. I'm Mikey. How you doing?
0: How are you doing? It sounds like freaking New Jersey. <laughs> what the mean? heck's that? It is
3: New Jersey,
1: man. Oh my <laughs> God! Which <laughs> has comes to videotape? <laughs> awesome. We got Joy-Z in the flesh.
0: Jersey. Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. So, so I, oh,
3: wait a minute. So they're the Jersey girls, then, right? The Jersey girls. We're the Jersey girls. That's right. And a back back, we're, we're doing a we're doing a big investigation this weekend on a place that just aired on TAP last week, the Chip and Manor.
0: The Chip oh, and Dales?
3: Shippen Manor, not Shippendale. Oh, Dales. <laughs> I have a bad,
0: bad, bad hey, connection here. That. I'm sorry. We've already
3: done the boys. No, Shippen Manor. It's in Oxford, New Jersey, and it's uh it's attached to an iron forge. And there's a, a pretty serious accident that happened there, some trauma and stuff. Anyway, uh, the bottom line is, um, you know, it's a, it's a really nice place. It's a, it's a museum now, and it's got a lot of history. It goes back a couple hundred years, a lot of history, Revolutionary War and stuff like that. So wow. it's a pretty, wow. we've been there. We went there, the first time we went there was, I guess, uh, what? December
0: 30th. Yes,
3: right? last year. And then we yeah. went back with your, with your buddy, uh, with crazy. Jane. Jane Doherty. Jane Doherty, yeah, was, Psychic Belly, yeah, we, my favorite girl. Yeah, yeah, we, we got to do a walkthrough with her, and that was fabulous. And she um, actually, or we can, or she, our EVPs and, and our stuff confirmed everything that she picked up. She's fabulous. And wow. uh, so it was good to get that perspective and see her, how she worked. And so, Rod, this Friday, this is Kathy, this Friday we're going to be over there and shipping again, but this time someone is shooting us for a documentary. For, uh, to be aired
0: well, on <laughs> Earth.
3: Yeah, yeah. You're taking that's a bullet work. for a documentary. <laughs> I like it. Documentary. It's the only word of uh, the, the day. Yeah, yeah. We're doing documentary, which we are on uh, probably YouTube. <laughs> that's, oh, that's great.
1: Is it? Is it like a local cable station? Who's doing the documentary for you?
3: Uh no. It's just an independent. Uh, some independent. independent friends of ours, basically. We're we're doing it. Oh, that's thought, cool.
1: You, you should you look around, friends? though. Look around you in your area. You.
3: Well, I'm sorry.
1: sorry, what? It, you should look around in your area. Do you have, like, like I work in public access, so I'm always a big bugger. Oh, so here and, we go.
0: She's dropping that shoe again. Of
1: local cable. No, but, I mean, if you want to get your stuff out there and get it seen, um,
2: right.
1: that's the way to go. And it doesn't usually, you know, it doesn't cost anything, and, and you yeah, can really get a lot of exposure.
3: Absolutely, um, absolutely. That's something that we're we're looking at. We're you know we're going to use the internet. Internet. We're also going to call the local uh, cable companies here oh, and in yeah. Pennsylvania because we're right across from the Poconos, mm-hmm. um, where Oxford is anyway. So you know there's a lot of business there. So right. you know who knows? You know, yeah, maybe somebody'll pick it up.
1: That's it's why a great, we're
3: doing it. Yeah, but, it's it's a, it's a great avenue. You should definitely uh, definitely
1: look into it, and especially. You know, it's a couple of weeks away from October. They're looking for that
3: programming. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, the timing's that the timing could be really good for us. Yeah. Well, we're hoping yep. that. You know, that's why that's why we decided to do it. You know, besides, you know, just the uh, the whole the whole reason that we're in the field is to document, you know, what we find and as much evidence as possible, exactly, so that you know, so that we can help all the parapsychologists and everything, like our buddy Karen O'Keefe and people mm-hmm. like that, that are trying to like you know make it into a real science because mm-hmm. right. it you know, try to bring all the science and all the fantasies sort of together to, you know, make it something that's tangible that we can right. uh, wrap our heads around. Cause that's what I think that's what we're all trying to do, right?
0: Right. Make make fantasy come true. That's what I'm trying to do.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's well. You do that daily run. Yeah. You're <laughs> making my fantasy come true right now.
0: All so, right. I- anyways, you know, girls, um, I'm going to call you girls because it's much easier. That way, I don't have to dress one of you. are going to dress both of and then I can't figure out who's talking, so this works out fine. Or ladies. That's not a problem, But, anyways, you guys, the, the name of your group is in? The Spirit Society of North Jersey. Okay. But, e- even more important, you are MC...
3: Square. MC squared, right. Square. Which is what? It's a para-rock group. Here <laughs> you go. Para-rock and rollers. Group. That's they cool. T- We're, we write about fear, spiritual things and uh, people that touch us and about... Uh, <laughs> people that aren't there that touch us. Yeah, people that aren't there, ghosts and all that. We we write about um, about our adventures doing uh, paranormal investigations. It's all through music. I think music remembers better. He said that. and yeah, that. said that, yes. Came through in a seance and told us that,
0: yeah. So, so I was trying um, to get you girls to get, send me a clip so that I could play some of this uh, para I, MC uh, Squared stuff. Yeah.
3: And there was a uh, mix up, and I was going to send it to you, but then they said it was too late. So you know what? We'll send you some, like, uh, after the show, and you can play it maybe your next show or something. How's that?
0: Yeah. Well I mean like if you guys are good enough you can open for us. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, that's even better. We'll do that.
1: There's a if there's a link on your site though, right?
3: um on the on yeah, on the on the, on our on the Spirit Society site there is a link that goes to um defungus productions, which is my music production company. And that has uh that has an empty square going on there. Um, but but we're also gonna put some MC Squared. There's some live stuff that we did in our um, living room, record recorded, you know, off a of, you know the the, the the webcam, the webcam. And mm-hmm. uh, but um, we're t- right now we're trying to do some you know better quality studio stuff. So we're hoping right. to get right. that up soon. We have and we have a couple of MP3s that we could send you, you know.
0: Cool. Both Ann and I agree we love the name. But the only problem right. with me is that you don't have that space between the M and the C. So I was calling you Mix Squid.
3: <laughs>
1: ah, I had I had to explain to him, girls, that it was MC squared, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, this
0: Mikey. is a surprise you had explained to me,
1: huh?
3: Oh, I know. Oh, no, no, not to Ron. That isn't exciting. That's not a <laughs> you know. thing No, it's not. Yeah, we, we, we live right next to MC Donald. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go. So, So anyways, ladies... How did you get interested in the paranormal? And uh, how long ago was that? And how did you guys get together? And you know, tell me all of mud. I want to know.
3: And geez, you know, it goes back to being a kid, man. When I was a kid, um, I saw uh, the cloister. Yeah, so yeah, saw I saw some I saw some old, very old nuns and uh, priests at the Cloisters When I went there on a class trip, um, <laughs> there were. That, you know, that just, uh, they walked through the, I wanted one of them walked walk through a tapestry. And when I tried to tell my teacher about it, I was sort of, uh, you know, I reprimanded and I, I I <laughs> the back of the classroom in the corner for a week or something. Uh, you know, Catholic school is pretty tough. <laughs> um, uh, so, but, uh, you know, um, so I kind of kept my mouth shut for a long time. And then in the 80s, uh, you know, I started getting into it again. Um, you know, uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, ghost hunting and stuff like that in uh, New York City. And then uh, I when I met Kathy in the... We met on Match.com. We met on Match.com, you know, match.com and uh, she really um, started to bring it out because she uh, noticed that I would just notice things or you know, like in the house of somebody going by a figure and she'd go, did you see that? I'd be like, yeah, I saw that. You know, and so like we started putting our heads together and, uh, you know, and then we um just started talking to other people and we decided to like, hey, let's Let's go out and do it. And once you, you know, we did a ghost hunt. We got, hooked, you know, something about it. I don't know for me anyway. There's something about it, just going in there, the excitement. Uh, you know, there's a lot of downtime, like, but that's like the music profession is like that anyway. So being a musician, mm-hmm. I was used to a lot of downtime. So Those hours you sit there and wait for that one moment of a, adrenaline rush. You know, mm-hmm. but it was yeah. really, but I found that it was really cool to just. I I got really hooked on ghost hunting, and uh, I just really love going out to these at this site and just, you know, exploring them. Well, what's really great, too, Ron, is the fact that, you know, the New England Ghost Project started us off, too, besides uh, the New Jersey Ghost Hunters, Laura Laddick is a friend of ours, and we got to know her really well through our ghost uh, investigations. But you guys yeah. up in New England helped us out a lot. Because the first time we were ever really intrinsically involved was when we met Gavin two or three years ago. Gavin Cromwell and Danielle... Oh, yeah. We became really good friends of ours, even though it's it's a, a pond away. And but they've been friends of ours for a long time now. I mean, Kimmy, Genevieve, we're friends with her, very close. And these are all like our second family. So we have you to thank for a lot of our interest. Yeah, people. yeah, you really kicked it off. That really kicked it off because that was really our first formal ghost hunt. Like before then, it was just kind of like, oh, let's go into this church that's kind of spooky and. uh yeah, you, know, you there. and you, you know you kick a uh, yeah. I guess I um, you know I found a little tennis ball and I kicked it and it came back to me and uh <laughs> you know and then <laughs> we unexplained. Yeah, you know. it, was, uh, it was a little unexplained things. You know, like, <laughs> but that was just stuff that we did on our own and we didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't know about EVPs or anything like that. You know, and then then we started watching like you know TV and learned a little stuff about it. And of course, we fell in love with David uh Wells. And mm-hmm. so we went up to see him when you guys had him up there, and, and that was our first real ghost hunt. And uh, it was really interesting, because, Ron, you, made it, you and Maureen were amazing. And, and now, this is Kathy, for me to stand next to anywhere near uh, Maureen when there's a ghost hunt, I get nervous. My left leg goes. Right. goes <laughs> <laughs> so numb, totally.
0: Actually, I was with the Queen yesterday. We we did uh, Jeff Belanger's, uh 30-odd minutes, and it was like uh, old times again and uh she's you know she's got some life stuff going on, so uh I haven't seen her as much as uh well, you know you get tired of me after a while anyways to be honest with you, I don't know how my wife has kept me for thirty eight years but uh she's a you know saint. i I tend to wear on on people for some reason, <laughs> I have no clue, but uh whatever it is anyways i mean it it's really kind of cool uh that you know you, you would you know, go to a public uh, thing like a ghost hunt and then come away with something that, that make you want to do more. I think that's really cool because if if you've done that, then, then it makes me feel like I've done my job. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. You've
3: done your job.
1: Wow, you wow. did a good, did a good but, job, Ron. You did a good
3: job. Yeah, we came back and we formed the Spirit Society because, uh, uh you know, we love the New Jersey ghost hunters and everything, but um they're really uh, – if they were very big, and they were central, or located mostly in central Jersey. They focused around. So we wanted to focus more around where we live, which is in the northwest uh, part of New Jersey, which is pretty much untapped. Right, right. Uh, you know, um, like mm-hmm. it was a lot until Caps came up here and, you know, did the Red Mill and all that stuff. Now it's getting a little more popular. But, uh, you know, but there's a lot of places around here that are still, um, you know. Un- 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 people un- don't un- t- know. Yeah, yeah, people don't know about and, you know, and and the great thing is, like, the other night we got a call from somebody who, you know, just had, they had some problems in their house. They had seen an apparition in their bedroom, and so this woman called us up. We went over there, and we did an investigation, and, you know, we helped her out, you know, put her at ease, you know, in the house, you know, and everything like that. We did a cleaning in the house. You know, and so just put her at ease, and, you know, told her, you know, like, not to be afraid, just don't be afraid of, you know, that, you know, if they're not harming you, they're not throwing things around, they're not, you know, scratching or anything, it was just someone who looked, at, she said, this guy came in and looked very confused, like, what are you doing in my bed? Said, well, <laughs> maybe he well, used to live there, you know, as the department told me. Well, it's a chance, right? And I said, well, if you never came back again, and if you're not being bothered with them, you know, there's probably nothing to worry about, you know. But we also told her that if she ever needs anybody to talk to her, I kind of felt that she was kind of lonely. And she yeah. really wanted to know more about the ghost hunting. So yeah. We told her as much as we knew, you know, just not to scare her, just enough to be to pique her interest. And if right. she needed right. any kind of other advice, she was always free to call us. And that's what we tell all our clients. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think one of the most important things that I think you guys gotta agree that, that, you know, a lot of these shows, um, they they make uh, ghosts seem like really scary, creepy things. Mm-hmm. And and ghosts really aren't scary and creepy uh, things. Not not. No, well at least like not ninety nine percent of them the ones that I've met haven't been scary or creepy. I mean, I suppose there's that maybe uh one percent that's uh pretty uh horrendous pretty horrendous uh, you know well, I don't know i've not, I've seen some that aren't so pretty, but you know, <laughs> and, uh, but but uh yeah, I think for the most part, you know they're just uh you know people There's some nasty ones, don't get me wrong that you know are uh I wouldn't hang out with in life, you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure, but you know I mean. Uh Like yeah, we did one, uh, uh this one restaurant where there was a it was a K bar, uh, KKK bar, you know, Ooh. and Sweet. Uh, you know, and um, those,
0: Kentucky Fried those, Chicken, right?
3: Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly, Kentucky <laughs> Fried, yeah, and uh and plant uh, <laughs> style, yeah. So like, yeah, so you know, I mean, they're not, they're not the kind of people I would socialize with, you know. Today, but I mean, uh, they weren't frightening or anything. Well, know. the one guy was frightening, Ron. One guy whispered in our ear, and we were standing there, and the, he was actually between the two of us, and he said, um, "I'm going to kill and rape you." And I was like, "Oh wow, what a great welcome." <laughs> <That really> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, you know, and then the typical go bitch and that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, you know what? The, the, the coolest uh, welcome I ever got was from a place uh, was up in Pembroke. It was a spire, and we got an EVP as soon as we got in, and it said, It's the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: that's cool. That's cool. That's,
0: that's cool. So, on, anyways, girls, you, you're going to have to hang on for a bit because I think we have to uh, take a break right now, and... Uh, I can't hear the beats, but I'm sure they're out there somewhere.
3: All
0: right. <laughs> but okay, right. Uh, anyways, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles on Toji TojiNet, uh, Ghost Channel, and Beyond with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick. And our very special, special, special guests today are Mikey and Kathy. Bonjour. Kathy. So we'll be right back after the following message...
1: Welcome to Net radio with a cutting edge.
0: The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. Now this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official classic hits countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports. You name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Togenet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American
2: Rock and Roll
1: Countdown
0: on Toginet. Everything you heard about witches is true. How It is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places, and spirits
3: walk among us.
0: The witches of Salem,
3: Massachusetts, honor this time with Festival of the Dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and
0: strange rituals. Founded by Salem Witches, Sean Poirier, and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests who step through the veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com. Happy Halloween! <laughs> And we are back. We are back. This is Ghost Chronicles. You are listening to, I think, on the <laughs> <laughs> X Ghost channel and beyond. If you have a question uh, for Ann or myself or our guests, Mikey and Bonjour, or Kathy, as I like to call her. Uh, Please uh, call in at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or join us live in the 2G net check. So anyway, um, that's we were talking a little bit about uh, what you guys do, and uh, I know you you are uh, a band as well as a ghost hunter, but, you know, we always got to ask, they always ask the question whenever you get interviews, what was the scariest thing, okay, so uh, before we get to that, I always like to ask a special question, and that is, what was really the nicest thing that ever happened to you on a ghost hunt that really made you feel good? Okay.
3: Yeah,
2: Mikey's got a good answer for that. What when well, David Wells took you outside that close
3: on closure that we were right on track? Oh yeah, I guess I guess yeah. Me and David, we were out in the in the, when we were at Haverwood. Button Buttonwood. That oh, we was yeah, at Haverhill, Haverhill, Massachusetts, um, by the John Ward House and that in the the house the cemetery. But, by the way, guys,
0: that's Haverhill. Haverhill. Hey, Haverhill. Hey, oh, oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> just just to let you know.
3: okay. Yeah, we weren't sure where we were. Okay, Haverhill okay thanks and uh yeah we were out in the cemetery and um uh David oh, uh we were talking about the Indians and um I had said that um that I felt it was a sacred Indian uh, Indian place and he said that he was kept hearing this word yaktiki, uh, or something in his ear and he felt there was an Indian uh you know following him and that he thought that uh, I said because of the water and and uh, the place that, that I think it was a sacred place for the Indians and that they had come to, and uh, he said that 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 could well be that there were like he felt there were three Indians there right, protecting right. them and uh, and then and so. uh, yeah and that it, it made me feel really good you know that like David and I were like uh, kind of on the same wavelength when it came <clears throat> to that that was that was a really that was a as a matter of fact that might have been part of the inspiration that like. Then, well, maybe this is something I should look into more seriously, you know right, yeah, and for me, it was my mother's uh my mother's passing when my mother passed away, she passed away in April sixth uh, of two thousand and one bad year for everybody, but that was a particularly bad time i 'm the only child, and i was uh, my father was still alive at that point, and he was very upset and my mother had asked me if uh if, if is it all right if I go if she had cancer, she was not going to reverse that she had a um, it had pretty much taken over her body at that point. And I, I, we had made a pact when I was nine, and I said, sure, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I, I, if you want to get off your meds and stop and and, and pass away with dignity, I'll, I, I'll grant you that wish. So she did that. It took her about a week and a half to die. During that week, she just kept holding on from my father, holding on, holding on. And uh, since I played the guitar and I, I, I sang, I've been doing this since I was 13, at the time I was in my early 40s, and I asked her, Uh, I asked my father, I said, is it okay if I bring my guitar? I could sing to her. Maybe it will relax her enough to leave. She was holding on. So that Thursday evening, I played in that um, ward. It was the hospice at the Israel Hospital. In her room, I played for three and a half hours. I never sang better in my life. It was Oh, my God. Hmm. Three hours, all my songs and some of her favorite songs. And her body relaxed. at that, And and her breathing became better. And Mm -hmm. four and a half. Later, she passed away. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I helped her over that. I helped her into that next life. Mm-hmm. I really could think about it. And since that moment on, I've been really uh, uh, interested in the um, afterlife and the second life or paranormal, whatever people. I don't really think of it as paranormal. I think of it as, as part of life. Death is part of life. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's mm-hmm. how you die. <laughs> Not That's right. true. Yeah. yeah right. But,
1: what,
3: so that was, but what, what better way
1: for her? to have all the people she loved with her there in that room and her goddess singing to her, that's beautiful.
3: Yeah, thank you. It was really, uh, um, in retrospect, when I was doing it, I was in a lot of pain doing it, emotional, yeah. but I was thinking about her, and I, I didn't cry, but, I, but afterwards I thought about it when I went home, and then, and then I got the phone call that she had passed away, and, yeah. I, and I thought I would be very upset about her passing. I was so relieved that she had gone and that yeah. I helped her. That was what I felt, and I, and I thought that um, if anyone... Uh, at at the end of my time here would help Mm -hmm. me in that way, that would be so wonderful. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You you know, it's really funny, and uh, I've been investigating for years and years and years and years and years, but I've always kept the paranormal in my own uh, family kind of like separate. In other words, uh, you know, my my dad has passed. My mom just about a month ago, but I always kept it kind of separate. I always really don't think of it when i'm going out investigating that i'm investigating somebody's mom or somebody's father or somebody's you know i i'm you, you know it's it. different yeah I, I try not to personalize. i try to you know try to be uh what's the word sterile kind and and it's not it's not easy of course because you know i've uh uh you know met little kid ghosts, which is, you know, well, I, well, I mean, I've, seven, pl- seven, I, I've seven. played tag with little kids ghosts with, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and I've met other little children, uh, the ghosts of little children, who are afraid of other ghosts that, that were in that same okay. location. So it's not always an easy thing to do. Right. Yeah. I no. agree.
1: Have,
3: have we, you we, ever had... Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, they asked me.
1: Oh, well, I was just going to uh, say to Ron, because I know we both use... Um, pendulum a lot in our investigation and who taught women. you uh, yes Ron okay. Ron, everybody Ron Kolek showed me how to use my pendulum okay right <laughs> now you all know um, but I have um, children very often will like grab it and hold it and, yeah. and, and, and not want to let it go until and then you have to ask them essentially right. to let it go but I've, I've had that happen so many times really yeah now, are you
0: talking life. about children ghosts or children children? Because I know children. you do face, face painting, too. <laughs> children ghosts. Oh. Ghosts. Ghosts.
3: Ghosts. Yeah, that ghosts. happened to me at the Red Mill, Red Mill Inn. There was a little child there, uh, Anna, I believe was her name. Annie? Annie? Annie. Yeah, and she came up and she tugged me. She tugged my shirt, and the medium that was there, uh, she was a friend of mine, and she's, she's like, oh, my goodness. Annie went up to your right, she goes, that's Annie. She goes, I knew Annie would go up to you because she's like, she knew me. She knew Annie. So I guess she figured we'd bond, or whatever. So anyway, this was little kids tugging at my shirt, so I took out my pendulum. And <laughs> the next thing I knew, it, the pendulum stopped swinging. And yep. it, was like, it was like somebody was pulling on it. And then it was almost like somebody was, like, holding it, like, on the string and kind of, like, hitting it with lightly with their finger. Yeah. You know? Like so, it like, shimmers. Like they were playing with it, like just kind of like oh look, I can bounce it back and forth. It was the yeah. weirdest thing, and I, and I just, I just, I remember I just stood there for like the longest time. And the group had moved on and everything, and mm-hmm. I'm there just playing with this little ghost child. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it's, it was it's very. They, cool.
1: they want yeah. to. It's a, it's a shiny, pretty thing, and they want to touch it.
3: Exactly. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. Well, the older the child, too. The older the ghost, I think, uh, or the more ancient the ghost is. I think the more um, interesting whatever we have is to them. I mean, those little gadgets that people use—the recording machines, the um, A two meters, all that stuff—that's all new stuff. And and these ghosts are like, what the heck is that? Let's. I mean, I'd love to do a TV show where the ghosts talk, and the and the ghost hunters are like oblivious, like what what happens next, and the, the you hear from the ghost point of view. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting
0: <laughs> Actually, you know, you know, what's kind of funny is because um, The Ghost Hunters are on TV tonight And you know where they are? No, no. Yes, where well, we had the, thono, the uh, Cone of Silence Oh Oh,
1: oh, oh no, my God, at the Wyndham?
0: No I, I'm sorry, Ann, you didn't see the Cone of Silence At the original oh. debut of it
3: Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm sorry where? He worked all day on that cone of silence. I so bet fun. he did. And it was kept in a very secure, you know, uh, <laughs> with cooler with duct tape. With special duct tape. Special duct tape. Yeah. And your wife woke up to her and said, what the heck is that,
0: Ron? <laughs> no, she's used to uh, strange things in my bedroom.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right. She uh, didn't use it
0: on her. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it doesn't work on her, I tell you. I tried it on every woman, and nothing, <laughs> nothing can work on it. Yep, the Conquered Colonial, and O'Lara says, yep, that's where they are tonight. And, and actually, uh, the Conquered Colonial, of course, is one of the chapters in the Ghost Chronicle book that we did last year, and it's in our new book, too, Ghost Today. But my wife and I stayed in Haunted Room 24 there, which was uh, kind of Anyone interesting.
3: Happen? Anything happened?
0: Of course.
1: <laughs>
0: but I can't yeah. talk about that in the air. <laughs> I I stayed at
3: the hotel or something else. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, oh, I
0: I actually oh, I'm sorry and I I didn't mean to cut you off but okay. I was talking. Sorry. Well, what
3: else?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um actually I I slept the whole night with two cameras on me so that was wow. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and and the bed shook. I can testify to that. Really?
3: Was it paranormal or just normal? Yes, it
0: was paranormal. Yes, it <laughs> was <paranormal.
3: laughs>
0: Absolutely. You know,
3: I just have to ask, you know. Yes, it was, it was paranormal. It was interesting because that night, that night when we went upstairs after the show, we went upstairs to the bar and uh, we all had a round of drinks with Karen and Nori. And mm-hmm. um, this, one of the band members, there was a band playing up there, uh, came up to me and Karen and asked us if we were the ghost uh people and uh, me and Karen were like, Okay, yeah, sure. Um, and he took us out, he goes, You want to hear a story? He took us out to the hall and showed us a picture of this guy who apparently was a, a piano piano player who killed himself and um he wanted us to make contact with him and so I took out my pendulum and Karen's like, Oh well, there's a pendulum so, you know, I the introduction, you know, Spirit show me yes, blah blah blah. All that stuff. And uh went through it we and uh, we uh apparently established contact with some spirit. And uh, he said that he was this guy. And I asked him if he hung out in the in the bar because he, you know, missed playing music with him and everything. And the guy got real emotional and said, just tell him to go to be at peace and everything. And Karen and I were of looking at each other like, kind of hard to tell somebody, that, you know, committed suicide to do that. But, okay, you know, so we just, like, closed it like that. But uh, it was kind of interesting. I thought it was weird that, you know... Uh, Okay, at the, end, at the end of the night, here, me, me and Kieran had this little uh, encounter out there in the lobby. It was interesting, though. It seemed like we did make contact with this, this piano player who did kill himself and mm-hmm. was still hanging out there and apparently dragged uh, the piano stool across the bar from time to time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so very neat. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, it was very cool. And even Karen was kind of impressed It helped the guy. Yeah, I think basically yeah, really, that's what it's all about, helping people who don't understand and want to make contact with people that they they, they lost though, that have left them left them behind so to speak. Yeah, he needed to tell the guys that he wanted him to be at peace, So we did that, you know. Yeah. And, but,
1: I think it's, know, it's about reassuring people sometimes.
3: Yeah, but then, then from uh from, from our point of view, from you know, like uh, from like my point of view as an investigator and Karen's point of view as a parapsychologist it was interesting, just uh, with the energy. You know, we discussed whether it was his energy. Of course, yeah, you know, yeah, you know Kieran is, yeah, <laughs> <Dr. laughs> spooky. <laughs> we, and I love that stuff, so I got right into it with him. You know, so we just dove in, and and Nora was getting impatient because uh, the last poll was over, so we had to leave. Right, so a great was <laughs> try. <drive. laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh, yeah, I don't I don't call him Doctor Spooky. I call him Doctor Pooh.
3: Doctor Pooh. Oh, no, Doctor
0: Pooh. <laughs> I um, call um, Stay Puff. Yeah, Stay Puff. That's another story for another time. But, <laughs> but in, anyway, you know what's interesting is is the week after we we did the Hooten Mansion. Uh, yeah, that was the one. That was on the Ghost Adventures for those those who haven't read what? Ghost Chronicles that realize that we did it first. Uh, <laughs> Not, that, just like not, not that, that it really matters. It. You know, it really doesn't matter who does it first, as long as everybody right. does it and compares the notes. But anyways, uh, <laughs> Karen did the same thing. Well, he, thing. Uh, yeah, he analyzed all the, uh, the the data we're collecting. Like he would say, "Okay, what floor was the most interesting?" And, and it was second floor. And and right. uh, oh yeah, it was really good. And, and, and why was the second floor so interesting? Well, Ron was there, and he was doing glass swirling.
3: <laughs>
0: he, he almost swallowed his tongue, but that's uh, right.
3: sorry. <laughs> I heard you're good at pushing that glass. Ron. are uh, Pushing? I don't
0: believe pushing is work. <laughs> yeah. I can. Uh, you know I, what? I, I, that that glass, it, right That glass has moved on two separate occasions by itself yeah. with no fingers on it. And I will I stick to my guns by that, and Mister Ke- Doctor Pooh can say whatever he wants if if he's really
1: <laughs> if
0: if he's really a good parapsychologist, then he would work <laughs> with me on this, and I might teach him a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> now You're
1: listen, I, I I have to, to vouch for Ron. He might be back sooner than you think. You know. Yeah, I have to vouch for Ron because his finger came right off that glass, and it kept on moving, and then we all took our fingers off the glass,
3: and it it
2: moved. And I I, have it on videotape.
3: I believe it, because Mikey had an occasion during a seance a long time ago where the glass went up her arm. It actually left the the board, and everybody took their fingers off it, and it went up my hand and all the way up to my shoulder. And then it stopped and fell on the floor.
0: Crazy. (laughs)
3: Oh, well, that was oh. crazy. That was that was very crazy. Yeah, I, I you
0: know. Where'd you learn to do glass wooling? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, here let's we go. go. Oh, oh my gosh, really? Oh,
1: here we go. Yep. Okay. Let's, let's see. Em
0: learned the pendulum learn from yeah, yeah, some yeah, guy, yeah, and yeah. Oh, yadda, you guys yadda, learned yadda, glass wooling for some guy. So, geez. <laughs> yeah. 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 I gotta get a but, bigger. I gotta get a bigger hat size here. Yes,
3: yeah, you do. <laughs> Yeah.
0: hanging out with all those American Indians, you know, because they got all that magic, you know, that that magic that, stuff that magic stuff happening. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah you, you know what? Uh, um, Michelle is in the chat room and she says, well, "When are we going to uh, go down to Tennessee and do the Bell Witch?" I mean, that you, have you guys done the Bell Witch? That is got to be like the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Would be the Bell Witch. I don't know why, but I think that place is so fascinating. You go. We want to go with you, Ron. Really? Yeah. We'll go with you because I know the Bell
3: Witch is going to make contact with you. If anybody, it's going to be you.
0: Yeah. What she's going to do with me is the problem. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm running out of running out of uh, body parts.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We can loan you some.
0: So let me let me ask you this, girls, and um, I say that in the nicest way, is um, when you guys go out and do an investigation. I'm trying to get a feel on how you do it. What's your, what's your procedure? How how do you? If someone calls you up and they say, okay, you know, it's like, i got a lot of stuff going in my bedroom. Why does why this stuff always go, happen in the bedroom, by the way? Well, anyways, that's another story. Uh, so they say. <laughs>
3: well, if you live in a one-bedroom apartment or a uh, studio, it's going to happen. It's exactly where you <laughs> yeah. live.
0: There you go. Okay. Do so it. so what happens when, when they call you up? Go
3: ahead, Ma- uh, Well, the first thing we try to do is uh, talk to the person to get a feel for, uh, you know, where they're coming from, like, uh, you know, are are they stable, are they rational, are they, you know, are they fantasizing, you know, are, you try to get a feel, a psychological, psychological profile of them, uh, if you will. Uh, so we try to do that, um, and then also get as much detail as we can from them about what's happening. And then, um, you know, usually, uh, unless they're obviously, like, fully off the wall, we usually just go and, uh, you know, we usually go... Then we we go make an appointment with them, and we you know take our little recorders and our our stage and our little holy water and our, our you know um, little well, pendulums and stuff. Cameras and stuff like that, and make sure Our all our, 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 our equipment, which yep. is a lot less a lot less than you have. Um, but we take what we have and we go there, and uh, sometimes we bring an, a, an extra two uh, you know investigators. Sometimes it's just me and Kathy. Sometimes uh-huh. we're like we're lucky enough uh, to have a psychic with us or a medium with us because uh, uh, there are things that we can't see or hear, and we want to make sure that we get everything. Um, you know, all, all the We don't look at hotspots like most people. They go and they they ask, "Well, where are your hotspots?" We have. To, right. We feel like it's important for us to find the hotspots. Right. Uh, and 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 either. Refute what, they're, refute what they're saying, because the person that's having the problem could be having a psychological problem and bringing it to them. Uh, and it may not be ghosts. It may be them. Okay. Or, or 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 it could be paranormal or whatever it is. But, I mean, I think even, even without it, I think we like to know... Um, we don't want somebody to say, okay, you know, this door swings open and closed or, you know, that's where I saw the ghost. Like, we like to go in there and steal the place out for ourselves, and then it'll be like... You know, does this store ever move? And they'll be like, "Yeah, how'd you know that?" And it's, you know, like, it's like you you get a feel for it after a while. You get to know like like certain things. You get drawn to certain places, like uh, where the activity is. If you know, and and that's why it's it's you know, especially if you work with professional mediums, which I know you do a, a lot, Ron. You work with a lot of mediums and uh, and, uh, and and uh, and and uh, and I think they're a valuable tool. And and um, you know, and. And working with people like uh, of the caliber like Jane Doherty, Arlene. Oh yeah, Jane Dottie. is
0: awesome.
3: These are like yeah. they're they're fabulous. Fiona so. Bloom, I mean, Fiona, Fiona yeah, that's fantastic too. And Maureen Woods, they're all they're all they're all worthy uh, psychic and medium type people, and they know. I mean, they they've helped us um, in the past. Uh, uh, if we call them up, we ask them questions. What do you think about this situation? Without yeah, well, giving well, them too much of information, well, get they tell yeah. us more stuff about the situation that we've already been through because they're hearing it. They, they, they're very in tune with the other side. Yeah, and then there's also the historical point of it. We do we do, do research, like, from the historical point of view, like, where the building was built. Like, was it built? Like, this last one that we just had, we found out it was built actually on part of uh, the hmm. Washington Cemetery, which goes back to the, seven, you know, goes back to, like, uh, before the Revolutionary War. So, um, I mean, the, the boundaries of it were not clear at all, and 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 on, it's, it's quite obvious that this building was definitely built on part of it. I mean, you step out the door and you're right in the cemetery, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's, uh, but, you know, is, could that be why she was having uh, some of her problems? Probably. The other, yeah. the, other part, the other thing is, too, when we do our investigations, uh, we ask um, for keywords, keywords being like, what have you seen uh, that makes you uneasy? And usually when I hear uh, myself personally, I've seen a man and a boy. A man and a boy, to me, is sort of like beyond um, paranormal in a way. It's almost, and I don't really know if I believe in demonic, but it's bordering on something extremely evil. Man and a boy, for some reason, is a very sort of evil connotation. And I think a lot of people that listen to shows out there, I won't say with shows, but shows that em- emphasize the dark world, the dark right. art, those mm-hmm. people, that that's more interesting to a lot of people because they like being scared. They want to scare themselves right. silly. And yes. they think about that, and they they come up with these crazy things. So, key words to me are really important. Man and a boy. I, I felt he was evil, but word "evil" is so used today in very um, broad strokes. It really shouldn't be because evil evil is people. I mean, I don't believe in evil as being demonic, satanic. I mean, unless of course you're into voodoo, and that's a whole nother kettle of wax. I mean, I think. But when people use those words, the key words, uh, then you have then I think twice about oh, is this person really dealing with us on a real level? Do they know what's going on? Maybe they don't, maybe it's them, and they're drawing these things to themselves. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah, I agree with you with the evil thing. It's, I think that card's totally overplayed. Uh, you know, some ghosts that are out there are just, you know, people, dead people, basically. <laughs> <laughs> makes it kind of simple. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> but really,
0: we, we don't think of that. As I said, I mentioned, I, I you know, have... Come across children, which I find very uh, sad. Really, very yeah, uh, unsettling.
3: And, yeah. and some of the kids, well, they can be, they can be creepy. Well, no, there were
0: no, one you, kid. But let, 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 let me ask you this before I, I forget about it. Um, uh, you, you mentioned the, about uh, the client's health and. Uh, Mental State. I I, I know that uh, Laura used to work with the group, and and what they used to do is when they went into someone's house, they'd actually go through the medicine cabinet. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> really? What is That's your thoughts idea. on that?
3: That's a great idea.
0: <laughs> oh my God! I can't believe you said that. I did. I
3: have I have looked in their. Uh, I have looked have uh, not in their medicine cabinets. No, I've looked in, in through their refrigerators and stuff. I have, and you know, I usually in front of them. <laughs> I open the refrigerator and, and just look at them. I, I, usually with the guys of uh, taking an EMF reading. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but the other part is, so I actually, uh, Mikey and I actually did this a couple of times. We looked at, at at a couple of our clients' reading material. What do they read? Yeah, what do they read? I mean, I yeah. never really realize what he meant. Yeah, yeah like, you're right, you're I, right. how, many, how many ghost stories do they have up there? I mean, what, mystery, thriller, horror stories. I mean, that makes a big difference. I mean, if you read these books, and you're going to bed at night, and then you sleep on it, chances are it's going to spook you somewhere along the line. I mean, it depends on how impressionable you are, how much experience you have dealing with paranormal things, bumps of the night. I mean, it could be anything. And the book and the reading material is really important mm-hmm. so, to me
0: anyway. Okay, I, b- before we go off, I, I do want to weigh in on this, this medicine cabinet thing. Uh, to me, <laughs> no, seriously, to me that is a breach of a client's uh, uh, Confidence. I, I, that's not uh, I, any. I think, that's not any different than rifling through their drawers. If 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 you want to know what medicine they're taking, all you have to do is add that to your own questionnaire. That, you, that I assume that, that you guys do a questionnaire when you,
3: exactly. That's that's what I was going to say. I mean, before I, I went and looked in their medicine cabinet, I would just ask them, "Are you?" I wouldn't even went, think about went, doing sorry. that to be honest with you, because if I didn't trust that these clients have something on the on the wall we wouldn't be there i mean we've had screened people in the past that we thought right. were totally off the wall and we didn't we said well you know what we think that we we'll, we'll we'll, it's not that urgent we'll let you just see if it continues and call us back if it does and then we never hear from them again because they've gone on to another ghost group or right. another other other people and they're gonna, right. they're trying to get attention so right. we have turned some people away but i've never really thought about going into someone's
0: um I well, ladies, yeah, yeah. I hate to tell you this, but yeah. the show's over. Okay. So, anyways, I want to thank yeah. you so much for coming on. That that hour just flew right by, and uh, it, it was a pleasure speaking with you guys, and I definitely want to hear your music, you know, and, uh, you oh, know, if i got something going on, I I, mean, I think that it would be really cool to have a, a band, you know, doing an opening thing. I mean, that would be freaking awesome.
3: Okay, that's great, Ron. Thanks so much for inviting us.
0: So, Kathy and uh, Mikey from uh, the name of the group again? Spirit Society of North Jersey. And MC Squared. The MC Squared. Awesome. Good night, girls. It was bye. great bye. talking bye. to you. Yeah, bye.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that was cool. It just flew right by.
1: It did. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's over already?
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I did want to touch base uh, a little bit. Uh, I, I know I have my paranormal study group uh, coming Next Tuesday at the Circles of Wisdom, and Maureen Wood will be there, and we'll be discussing the role of a medium in paranormal investigating, and it would be great that we're working with Maureen again. Yeah. And uh, the uh, first we- Wednesday in October, you and I will be in Salem for a special yeah. uh, live broadcast of Ghost Chronicles at the Witch's Cottage, uh, followed by a, uh, a live play uh, interactive thing. It's kind of a cool thing. It's, it's really neat. Ghosts and Witches of Salem. And then on October 11th, I will be doing, uh, hmm, I don't know how to say it, Van Helsink in 4D. So that's something you got to see. And That's all on our website, which is N-E, uh, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. But anyways, uh, I do want to say that uh, it was really a great investigation on Wood Island. Uh, I saw a, I was sitting in the kitchen, and this was Saturday morning. And all of a sudden, uh, a dog went by. But you know how a dog goes across the floor? He makes noise. There was no noise. I went and looked. He wasn't there. Wow. And I described the dog, and it was a dog that was left on the island. But, anyways, we run out of time. This is uh, so it's from Ann and Ron. It's say good night and God bless everyone.
1: Good night, everyone.